0: with job boards you get clicks and well clicks but if you're looking for actual people not just clicks meet job case if you need to hire great people hourly employees or have hard to fill jobs job case takes a different approach than job boards job case delivers local workers active and passive candidates for the more than 100 million members in their community That's right, the people on JobCase are also members. And since they're members, they trust and respond to what JobCase puts in front of them because they know it will be worth their while. Like that job opening you're looking to promote or that hiring event you're hosting. In fact, people are at the center of everything JobCase does. And it's why they use machine learning and data insights to ensure they're connecting employers with the right JobCase members and their members with the right jobs. It's people first, not just clicks. Put the power of JobCase to work for you. Learn more at JobCase.com slash hire. That's JobCase.com hire. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous, dangerous podcast. podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right, right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up boys and girls. It's
1: time for the Chad and Cheese podcast.
2: Oh, you don't put your name on your little pamphlet here? Well, I guess I it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll do the intro here real yeah, quick, yeah, and yeah, then you yeah, can yeah. tell us who the hell you are. Exactly okay. That. What's up, bro? Everybody, we're here at Sherm Talent, Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville. Man, the, it's warm, The dude. outdoor edition of the Chad and Cheese podcast. Love it. Uh, really enjoying the weather here right now. Yeah. I think I... Only a beer is missing from a beer this picture, right? Beer and then now. a nap and a hammock. Did I just say you need a nap? I know I need a nap. Wow! After a beer you and you a hammock there first. It's awesome. Uh, we just got off stage uh, talking about AI and automation. Shake it so you know, up, uh, here, a Standing, r- standing room only. I think is fair enough to say <laughs> what we just did there. Uh, but so someone, a mystery lady, came up to us. Uh, so she's I want to be on your podcast. The, I'm going to go with founder of future workplace. Okay. And she has partnered with Sherm to do some AI courses. So, mystery lady, why don't you tell us who you are and why we should care, and then we'll get to questioning
1: you. All right. Here here it goes. Gene Meister founding partner of Future Workplace, an HR advisory and research firm. We have a network called the Future Workplace Network Uh of, I like to think of them as the pioneers in HR that are on the cusp of trying the latest new ways to engage employees and create a more compelling employee experience. So we took a poll of our members about a year ago and it said, What's the one one thing that you really need to do better as we're entering 2020? Uh-huh. And they said, AI for HR. Huh. Of
2: course they did. Right? And they said they, we don't they, know
1: anything they, about it.
0: They need to do a lot of things better but, for HR. Yeah, but yeah, but HR, but, but AI
2: is going to be able to help them do that. AI is, that how you're
1: is going to put the humanity back in HR.
2: I like that. I like. Can, right. can we use that? You can. You haven't trademarked it.
1: Yeah. Well, go.
2: So how long has future workplace been around? Six years. Six years. Okay, yep. so you're a baby. You're still in diapers as corporations uh, well, go. Well,
1: I've just started to walk, really. Okay, <laughs> starting
2: to walk. She's stumbling a little bit, holding onto the rail, but that's that's great. So your members want AI, and where does it go from there?
1: It goes from there. They want to recreate the employee and the candidate experience. That's what they're after. Okay. They see a lot of opportunity to take the routine activities that AI that HR is just burdened with, quite honestly, um, and take them away and offload them to AI mm-hmm. so that they can ideally focus on the more strategic areas like closing the sale, right? I mean, AI isn't going to make the job offer, but there's so many opportunities along the way in the sourcing pro- process. Um, I think one of the, as we, as we just talked, I think in addition to the benefits of finding the right talent faster uh-huh. and eliminating that big black hole that we've been living with for decades now, the biggest opportunity I see is the, the possibility of eliminating unconscious bias. Right, and so if you have the skills and credentials um, and to do the job. You you actually are more comfortable talking to a chatbot.
0: So we actually are going to be in Lisbon next month, and we're going to have on stage with us an AI robot that is an interviewing robot, and it's out of uh, where they out of Sweden. Sweden, yeah, yeah. Tengay.
2: Yeah, think of a like a Barbie, you know, bust, <laughs> bust where you style yeah, like her this, hair, tall, and so it's, yeah. yeah, kind of yeah. like that. Yeah, and there's sort of a digital face and yeah you want the video they have is amazing is, is interesting yes. uh candidates walk in it's a it's a robot asking you questions oh, and yeah. the 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 main selling point, I think, is the unbiased angle of its inner. It doesn't matter what color, right. how tall, what sex. It's going to ask you questions about the qualifications for the job yep. and recommend you accordingly. And the product is called gay Unbiased. So I mean,
0: they're really focusing on that too. So, so do you think that that is like the the
1: biggest advantage to I, AI? I I think that's one of the undersold okay. advantages okay. of AI. And uh, as I said, see. CBS News did a special uh, on video uh, uh, in the end of September on how is AI used by big companies. And they featured Hilton Hotels, which started using AI in 2015. And so they interviewed a customer call center operator uh, who went through the entire process using the Alio chatbot. And they said, what's the best part of the process? And he said, you know what? I felt entirely comfortable being able to share my credentials and get the next step for a person, a face-to-face interview without any unconscious bias, just telling my story and what my skills are.
0: Which I think is awesome from a candidate's view. I mean, from an experiential view, right? And that's one of the things that we really have to focus on because the black hole has really screwed us and our brands over the years. Um, But I mean from from the company side i mean that's kind of like an, an underlying advantage do they are they not fo- i mean are they focusing on that saying that's why we want to go there or are they focusing on it because yeah. they know that there are just all these efficiencies that are there to make sure that I'm, they can get to the right people if, faster honestly if
2: i'm a hiring manager recruiter i'm scared to death that i could be replaced with a bust of a robot <laughs> who will do the interviewing yeah. I mean, what am I what am I really for then if if automation is is sourcing candidates and pre-screening them and scheduling them and interviewing them. And now they're interviewing yeah. them, then what am I going to do?
1: Well, I think the other question here is what's the responsibility of the organization you work for to upskill you. Right? Well, I think what there's what we're not spending enough time on are what are the new job roles in HR as AI infuses the entire HR function. And I can see a number of new job roles. For example, Salesforce came out with a new job role, the Chief Humane and Data Ethics Officer. September of 2019, that role was filled. I think there's gonna be a lot of new roles focusing on data ethics and data transparency, and that means that people need new skills.
2: Branding and experience come to mind. Yes. Treating treating job seekers more like customers and consumers. Brand and, ambassadors. And, and That's the, yeah. the, the sort of bleeding of marketing and recruiting coming together. I mean, we're seeing more bridges between those two departments. And whether they're called brand manager or employment brand, uh, whatever, um, that would be another thing that comes to my mind in terms of what could grow in light of Sourcing and recruiting and interviewing becoming less important. So, so tell us about this training.
1: Yeah, so um, we're thrilled to have developed with Cherm uh, a series of three courses. In a, the series is called Using AI for HR. Um, each course is a mini course and uh, it's three weeks, self-paced uh it you as an as an hr professional you receive five shrm pcds plus a digital badge from our firm future workplace and the three self-paced courses are ai for talent acquisition ai for internal talent mobility and ai for learning and development so if anyone is out there in in hr saying oh gosh gene but where do i start right the low hanging fruit is AI for talent acquisition but the mind share the urgency is AI for internal talent mobility why because people are staying in their jobs longer as com- as as organizations are flatter people are actually staying in their jobs 30% longer than they have before and companies want to retain you as an employee And they need to move you around. And AI is ideally suited to help an organization provide more internal talent mobility.
2: So who's teaching these classes?
1: We have, um, not me, (laughs) we have identified 12 HR pioneers that have started their AI journey as early as 2015, which is one is Hilton Hotels. We have brands such as IBM, Hilton, uh, General Electric, uh, Intel. We've identified these 12 early adopters and they're telling their stories in three minute video case studies And our job as the course curators is to create the experience, the curated articles, the research, and the application. And it ends with an an action plan. What are you going to present to your team? What's your recommendation that you want to present that your company should go on this AI journey? Where are you going to start? That's how it ends. And you get five SHRM PCDs.
2: And I assume this is something that you can put on your resume, uh, potentially make more money in your next position,
1: similar to other, other education Absolutely. advancements, right? Uh, so uh, I'm Jean Meister, and you could check me out on my LinkedIn profile because I designed the course and I also took the course. <laughs> so I have uh, I have all the digital badging on my LinkedIn profile. I'm not just the founder. <laughs> I'm a user. I'm a user. Right. (laughs) Right, Exactly.
2: So how would you define AI? Because there's quite a bit of debate. What's your definition?
1: So my definition is AI provides you with the opportunity to create human intelligence through the use of tools, and computer systems. So it mimics human intelligence. And uh, so your definition looked at the narrow, the general, and the broad. I think what people really wanted is, you know, just a broad definition that there there are so many parts of our jobs in HR that are routine and manual. And AI can provide... Um, the ability to, to have the same level of human intelligence and offload those parts of our jobs that, quite honestly, we're not getting any satisfaction from.
0: Yeah, well, and I think it's, it's most important that HR start doing research and now having these types of resources available to them, it makes it a little bit easier to, to, to jump in and, and really start learning.
1: Yeah. So here's what I was surprised at. With your with your talk,
0: that it was so awesome. How sexy we were! <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, in addition I, I get, to all of that, yeah, in, that in that addition to all of that, you started by asking, "So, who's afraid they're going to lose their job uh-huh. because of AI?" Right. I was sitting in the first row because I was paying attention to every You're word. A groupie, aren't you? Oh, I'm so, so much of a groupie. Nah. New subscriber. And I turned the, I turned around, and there were like two hands raised. Yeah, and yeah. I said these people are not telling the truth. They are so terrified of AI that they are afraid to raise their hands
2: and my comment was y'all some disillusioned people. Out there. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: And it I think it shows the level of maturity. We are you said we're in the second inning We're sort of like maybe in the first pitch of the first inning here. Okay. 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 I mean, we've it's a got long very a, we've, it's a long
0: journey. Joel. We've
1: got a long road ahead long and game. that's why it's it's really important to Understand who are these people that have been using AI for the last three years? What have been their business results? How did they start? And what can you take away to your organization? So, so we're in the
2: early stages and we both agree on that. Yeah. You can debate exactly how early. Yes, exactly. Uh, but we have a lot of companies looking to solve the problems of AI. And it's very early in that process as well. Uh, you mentioned looking at uh, vendors in the landscape as part of your courses. What are some yeah. vendors that stand out to you that are getting AI right?
1: Yeah, so we have um, a, an AI for HR technology roadmap where we identified 80 companies, venture-backed companies, that have solutions for, for AI. And we looked at it across the employee lifecycle. So we started with personal productivity. It's like roadmapping it. Yeah, so... Yeah. so hey, why not be curious yourself? And for 1995 a month, you could have your own personal productivity bot at using um, x.ai, Andrew or Amy. Um, and so we think that, you know, you've got to look at it in order to really think about this as an, as an opportunity for you and your organization. You have to be a user. Can't fake it here. Right, right. Right. You got to be. So we have a number of personal productivity bots that I think you you know, that's one of the assignments in the course. You know, we take them through it and choose one. Build your bot. Build your bot. Yeah. Right. This, um, I think in the um, recruiting space, that's where the most of them are right? So we have Maya competing head to head with Alio for uh, the whole area in, in recruiting and sourcing and interviewing. Um, we have in the uh, internal mobility space, we have Glout, an Israeli company. But here's what I think is really interesting. So we, we all know about A, about IBM and Watson, right? Okay, so they've been at it for decades. But a trend that I see is the commercialization of HR vendors by the very companies that are using AI for HR. They're gonna be so successful in either building it or buying it that they're going to market with their own solutions, head-to-head with the venture-backed businesses. Yeah, great, great time for competition. Competition is good for
2: business. It yeah.
1: is very good for business. So what
2: does this AI thing look, what's it look like in 10 years? What's the I unemployment think we're gonna, rate for recruiters? I
1: think we're going to have a whole new HR function in 10 years, right? And and what the HR, I think I think the HR departments will be leaner. More <laughs> we stri- agree on that, I think. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Will be more strategic right?
2: Smarter, maybe. Uh,
1: Smarter. I think we're going to see the end of the self-service HR and the birth of AI-powered HR. So you're going to be focusing on predictive hr and and one of the cool applications is proactive retention right and ibm has as a along with many others have patents in this area so mm-hmm. so hr then leaner more strategic hr is going to really be key in predicting who's going to stay in the company and if i'm and if i if i have a high performer on my team and i get wind that they're they could be leaving um there was a story
2: about gm having something that can predict with like a 90 95% confidence rate that someone will leave in the next 6 months it's all about signals man yeah. the signals that you're throwing exactly. out exactly do you fear it, that it on the creepy scale it'll
0: get too creepy It's already too creepy. What are you fucking talking about? I mean, look at Slack. Look (laughs) at
1: Slack. I'm creeped out now. (laughs) Um, I think it it it's on the edge of creepy. What what do I think is creepy? What I think is creepy is when a company starts reading my emotions at work. What I think is creepy is when a company gives me a sensor and now. Follow, sort of follows me in the in the organization as I walk around and knows who I talk to and Amazon. who I email.
2: Do you, so do you? So so there's a company that you basically wear a lanyard that's yes. a recording device, uh. right? And it records how you say stuff, what you say, et cetera. Do you think at some point people will go away from companies like that and say, "I don't want to work for a company that's going to be policing every single thing that I do"? Like, could it be a recruiting deterrent in the future?
1: A good question. I think yes. Because I think it really, I think what we know today about data privacy and, and how important that's becoming and the breaches in data, I think it's only, we're, this is only the beginning of what we're going to be seeing in five years from now. So I think it's, that's what's creepy When somebody follows you in the company, around the company, knows who you talk to, understands who your network is, knows how many times you send an email, that's creepy.
2: Or even, you know, uh, it, you know, view video interviewing will scan your face while you're giving answers to questions, oh, yeah? and are you lying? And are you nervous? Are you this or that? I mean, to me, if if job seekers find out that that is what's happening during video interviews, maybe they'll say, "I don't want to do an interv- video interview with you."
1: Well, I don't know if they're going to have the choice. I think ten years from now. You're, everyone's going to be doing video interviews. They're already doing so many now.
2: So you don't think they'll just migrate to the gig economy and the contract and Upwork no. economy? No.
1: No? No. So they're I, just
2: going to take it?
1: They're going to, no. They're not They're, they're not going to. I think it
0: depends. I really think it depends on the market and if there are companies that are doing that. It has to happen broad base. Everybody has to be doing it. If not, I mean, you're going to see people jumping. Um, but, I mean, we're seeing it like somewhat not that but we're seeing that now like at Amazon with the haptic bracelets right and they didn't have people leaving in, in, in and then we have people who are getting microchipped in Wisconsin mm-hmm. uh, and then now we've got Bar Amazon codes. yeah Amazon Amazon has the the little HUD you know yeah. heads up display goggles and that kind of shit I mean I don't know, man. It's it just it seems like for my human being like an eggshell
2: working experience. Yeah, that's not
0: all that healthy. No, but. not at all, not at all. But people are putting up with it because they
2: need those how jobs, to feed kids, and yeah. shelter themselves.
1: Yeah, I, I think it. I think so much of it depends also on the level of transparency. Are you telling people what you're doing, how you're doing it, and what you're doing with the data? And you're, a comp, employees are going to demand you communicate transparency, and and that's where I think you know, and that's where I think we're going to see a lot more. I still than think there today. are a
2: lot of employees who don't realize that their emails are potentially being read by employers. Yes, and that should have been found out, you know, twenty years ago uh-huh. that that's the case. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Well, thank you. If yes. You, if for any, those
2: listeners who want to know more, let them have it.
1: If for those listeners that want to know more. My name is Gene Meister, Future Workplace. Please contact me on LinkedIn. The course series is called Using AI for HR. It is in the Sherm e store as of today. Today. Today Breaking is its news. birthday.
2: Breaking news. Gene, thanks for your time. You are very welcome. Fun.
1: Thank you. Bye bye.
2: Have you ever thought about selling jeans? You could be Gene Meister the Gene Meister. You know? <laughs> This has been the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Subscribe
0: on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh yeah, you're welcome.